The droid will soon be delivered to the Resistance, leading them to the last Jedi. If Skywalker returns, the new Jedi will rise. Supreme Leader, I take full responsibility. General! Our strategy must now change. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the capital less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, uh, my lovely wife, Kristen. Hey guys! Uh, so this week, unfortunately, Heather was not able to join us, um, but my lovely wife will be able to, or will be taking um, the second chair today uh, to help out. No pressure, <laughs> no pressure! I don't know if I can reach the expectations of Heather, but I'm going to try. <laughs> and hopefully she'll be pleased at the end of this, so. I think you'll be great. All right, so this week we actually have kind of a cool topic. Yeah. Um, it's something that's been really talked about for the last two years since Force Awakens has come out. Um, some people are sick of hearing about it. Uh, some are still excited to talk about it. Um, which, actually, on this show, we're going to do something a little new that we haven't been able to do before. We're going to read some comments that I got from you guys on uh, Instagram and Facebook, which I'm really excited to share. Um, so, yeah. So, our topic this week is going to be who is Snoke? Dun dun dun! <laughs> so, Snoke, supreme leader of the First Order. Um, Creepy, giant, white figure? As giant as we know. Well, I mean, he, he looks pretty big, so it's kind of scary. That's true, that's true. Even Funko recently uh, announced about their SDCC exclusives. Which looks... Pretty cool, if you ask me. They've been releasing a lot of cool stuff, but I think Snoke may be one of the coolest. Oh, definitely. Um, one of the coolest ones, yeah. Definitely, because there's a lot of detail in him. You actually kind of see a lot more of his, um, a lot more of his detail as far as his scars and his face uh, and things like that. And you can really kind of make out exactly how he looks. I mean, I, you could see him in Force Awakens, but then he's a hologram in there, so it's kind of up in the air. You didn't really feel like you really got a good look at him. Um, but this new Funko Pop that's coming out for uh, Comic-Con this year looks pretty killer. Gives us a lot of new light as to how he looks and everything as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and see if we can't uh, answer that question of who is Snoke. So first off, I want to start, start with really the ones that I personally think are the most ridiculous. The ones that there's no chance in the world that it could be this now watch this backlash on me <laughs> in episode eight or nine whenever they reveal who snoke is and really start to really talk about him um but it's the ones that i think that are just kind of just goofy almost right so first off i want to start off with and we're going to go ahead and just get the title away jar jar binks oh my god <laughs> so obviously we've all heard the uh, darth jar jar uh theory um, Jar Jar is a Sith Lord. Jar Jar is not a Sith Lord. <laughs> There's some convincing videos out there, so... <laughs> Can't put anything on the internet that isn't true. Um, <laughs> so, Darth Jar Jar, Sith Lord. Um, I don't know exactly how this theory comes down. At the same time, it doesn't interest me one way or the other anyways. No, I mean, it doesn't even really make sense. I don't think there's a lot of evidence to back it up on top of the fact that 
Jar Jar Binks says, uh, Mista! Like yeah. 20 times. All of a no, sudden, like he's 20, lost like his accent. Like 2 million times, yeah. yeah. So all of a sudden, Jar Jar <laughs> is no longer like, Mista! Da, 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 da. He's like, there's awakening in the force. That was a pretty good Snoke right Thank there. You. Yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't think how it went for a second, so I had to like stop, and that's why it came out like a nice. You really, cowboy. you really put a lot in there, there, rugged <laughs> I'm so cowboy. Sorry, so sorry. I know it was terrible, but I mean, I'm just trying to share that comparison there that you can't go from Misa to those men are awakening in the force. So I was closer like that it. time. Was it? Yeah, I was I closer think it's that time. Scarier and darker. Um, you're not really like a scary person, though. I know. I'm trying. So. I'm working on that. <laughs> um, so yeah. So Darth Jar Jar, we can immediately cross off our list <laughs> because, I mean, can you imagine though if George Lucas was like, "Hey, so Supreme Leader Snoke is Jar Jar Binks." Bump all y'all. See you later. Right. Y'all made fun of him through the prequels. Nah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy, the president of Lucasfilm right now, there's no way that that would happen. Uh, she wouldn't allow that to happen. So, Darth Jar Jar? Mm. Nah. So, last night we were kind of scouring the internet for some crazy theories. Because, um, obviously, Darth Jar Jar is not going to be happening at all. Absolutely insane. Uh, but you found one that I hadn't heard before. Yeah. That was not really interesting, but it was kind of... Like, I don't know where they got this, but um, what Reddit, was it? Um, Reddit. Don't, don't go to Reddit for any type of answers. You'll be steered wrong completely in a billion <laughs> different ways. Um, first off, not knocking Reddit, just telling you this. Um, so the one um, I saw that I thought was pretty out there, um, kind of made me giggle, was uh, Kylo Ren. And the theory is kind of that, <sighs> that Kylo Ren, I guess, became all-powerful at some point, or be- does become, and... Um, Essentially, it's like Snoke is supposed to be Kylo Ren, like, from the future. <laughs> I know, like, just saying it out loud just makes me feel like I just lost a ton of IQ points. <laughs> so I'm so sorry that you just had to listen to me say that. But, um, so, yeah. so Kylo Ren, from the future, is talking to Kylo Ren in the present day. Time travel, and I'm just kidding. Telling him that there's been an awakening. <laughs> right, I know. That he like, needs to complete his training. <laughs> right, and all of a sudden he's bald. He had I mean, a hard had, life, but he had some really nice hair. That's true. So unless something really bad, there's just a lot happened. of fangirls that'll be really upset about. I mean, that, unless he just fo- followed in Vader's footsteps and fell into the lava. I mean, he probably just went 88 miles per hour and went back to the future. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. that was a good one. <laughs> um. So yeah. So Kylo Ren. Definitely not a thing. Definitely not a thing. Definitely not a thing. But I thought that that was interesting. And and just to clarify, we're just having fun with this. Um, in no way are we really trying to knock anybody's theories. I love conspiracy theories on Star Wars and just theories in general. I think I feel like that's what makes Star Wars a lot of fun. Is that there's a lot of open ended things. Um, what some people from the outside of the fandom would call plot holes. I don't see them as plot holes. I see them as chance for speculation. Yeah. yeah. Sp- future possibilities and things like that. So, I mean, we had the Death Star at one point. The the exhaust port was a plot hole. Guess what we got? Rogue One. Like that. And explained. everyone died! Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and so, I mean, like, it, it leaves the possibilities open for a lot of different things. Um, and it allows us to be able to speculate as fans, which is half the fun at Star Wars. Uh, I honestly feel... I mean, I agree. I'm not even that big of a Star Wars fan, I feel like. Um, you're really getting me into it more so, because I really didn't even want to watch the movies with you at first. But... <laughs> but was I, I wrong? 
Five years later, um, I'm falling for Star Wars. She fell hard. <laughs> Not Darth Vader hard. <laughs> Not into the lava hard. No. Not quite that. Not quite. You're not on fire for Star Wars? <laughs> you know that was a good one. <laughs> to be determined. Um, actually, speaking of Darth Vader. Oh, my God. There's a Vader theory, y'all. There's a, there's a Vader theory. That Vader got up out of the ashes and walked to become Snoke. Not that we saw a force ghost of Anakin or anything. Right. I guess they split into two or something. Vader was so powerful that he's like, I don't need you, Anakin. Peace out. Right. We're now two different beings, just so you know. (laughs) Vader, Anakin, we're not the same guy at all. Yeah, right. So, yeah, Vader, and that's one that I, I think was even going around even before the movie actually came out. But my biggest thing is how. I haven't been able to find a sufficient theory that says how that happened. And yes, it's fun to speculate and things like that, but huh? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Because, I mean, obviously his suit was not fireproof. Um, we do see you that. think he would have put that in after uh, his <laughs> battle with Obi Wan? You would think after he lost like all of his limbs, <laughs> the fire was not his friend. Which was not. You would think that he would probably think of a way to make it like his suit fire retardant or retardant. What is it? Fire retardant. Yeah, yeah. you'd think that you would make it fire retardant, but <sighs> unfortunately, it's not the case because we see Kylo with Vader's helmet in the movie, um, and it's very melted. So I don't think we want to speculate what his face looks like. Mm-mm. It's probably non-existent, for being honest. I wonder if that's his ashes. No, th- those ashes actually are the people that uh, Kylo has killed. Oh, so they actually makes say it even that more in the movie? I know no, we that's saw in that. the, uh, that's, I believe that's in the Force Awakens novelization. I mean, if you have your grandfather's like helmet, like why wouldn't you think you'd skip a few ashes to take with you, too? Because he didn't get it. But that's another podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tom, I'm so sorry. Steering this wrong way. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Vader, definitely not a thing. Like, there's, no. there's absolutely sorry. no way. Sorry to all the Vader lovers, but we are knocking your mm-hmm. theory. Vader is gone. We'll get him in more prequel and um, post-sequel, pre-sequel. I don't know. We'll get him in more things, I'm sure. There's a Vader comic series coming out this fall. Right. So we get to see how he um, made his red lightsaber um, because That'd the Sith be do cool... make it a little bit different. So That'd be a cool like spinoff of uh, like Vader because we always see his like, little Annie. And mm-hmm. the next thing we know, we see like 20-year-old Anakin. Oh, yeah. So they're I filling think... in the gaps for sure. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's what awesome. I'm saying. That's yeah. kind of what the whole new movies have been about is kind of filling in the gaps mm-hmm. for everything that's been happening. So I think a, uh, I think a little... Side story. Oh yeah, I love the side story. I'm yeah. sucker for backstory. I um, mean, because you you get to see Anakin like grow up without his mom, and it's really sad. And then you mm-hmm. get to see where he finds his mom again. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> but I think it'd be a cool thing. Sorry. So, so it's safe to say that you love Anakin. <laughs> I mean, you, it's hard not to have a soft spot for Anakin because you see Anakin as a little boy who is treated so badly as like a slave but mm-hmm. he's so bright and he's even though he has nothing he's so willing to give everything mm-hmm. to help people he doesn't even know he doesn't even he doesn't even know he doesn't even know they're jedi at that point he just i think he suspects but i don't think he knows right away mm-hmm. but he's willing to essentially give up everything in order to help and it just kind of shows you the heart that this little boy always had and then growing up you kind of see like 
a little snotty is most of the time. Not really. He's not really a snot. He just, him and, He's a um, teenager. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you Teenagers just, are kind of snot. Barely though. teenagers. He's like 19, 20 years old. Like, to me, that's kind of more adult line, but there's some. Teenagers listening, we love you. We love you. I don't know, but I guess, I don't know, you just kind of see his, like, kindness and his love for, um, what is, I know it's Amadala, but I'm trying to remember her first name. Padme. Padme. Huh, thank you. Why? See, I'm sorry. This is why I said I'm not a David Star Wars fan. Um, <laughs> I forget their names. <laughs> I forget the movie titles. And I cannot list them in order. But what's important is she loves them. <laughs> I, I, see, I can describe her to you. I can tell you she was played by Natalie Portman. I can tell you that she's <laughs> also got a double named Keira Knightley, and it's creepy. Um, but I'm sorry, I couldn't remember her name. Padme. Um, I don't know, you just kind of see that love that he he ends up developing for Padme and uh, I don't know it's a, it's a sweet love story mm-hmm. and I'm a sucker for love stories <laughs> thank you Nicholas Sparks <laughs> <laughs> alright so it's safe to say Vader is a no go yeah, right you, you I mean Force Ghost like that, <laughs> yeah. that, that kills Vader it all is he's a... definitely dead <laughs> yeah we're gonna go with Vader's dead mm-hmm. we'll see you again I have a feeling that he's gonna show up in The, the Last Jedi uh, this one actually I thought was pretty interesting i've heard it a few times um is that snoke technically doesn't have a name right yet uh that his name actually is an acronym um which i think pablo hidalgo the one the person over storytelling and things like that for star wars i think he's discounted it i'm not 100 percent sure on that but the acronym being the sith that no one knew exists or sith no one knew existed snoke so even if it's not real, whoever came up with that was freaking genius. <laughs> like that's that's so coincidental, and it, it's just crazy that that could have happened. Because at one point, um, Snoke even says that he's lived long enough to see the rise of the rise and fall of the Republic. So he was there when the Republic started, and he was there when it ended. So Snoke is old. There's a chance he could be a Sith. Right. Because that would have been around the time that the Sith were trying to recover and things like that. Um, so being the Sith that no one knew existed, because you have your rule of two, if there if anybody knew he existed, they had to come after him for that rule of two. So I kind of like that theory a little bit as far as like what his name is and things like that. Um, and actually, we have a comment that I had on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I was talking with, uh, at, uh, I'm not going to say this right, Fox Rono 90. Um, I was going to say Roano or something. Roano, Roano, at F-O-X-R-O-A-N-O-9-T. Sorry, but your name. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you want to read that comment? Um, yeah. Uh, so, this person, don't know if it's a it's a guy. It's a guy. So sorry. It it's a just, guy and his son that cosplay wanna, as a uh, Rex and Kane. Okay, and, uh, I just didn't want to assume because we do see a lot of gender bent costumes. So I, I didn't want to assume you were a male or female. Um, but he um, had said that he thinks Snoke is a new character um, who's lived in the Outer Rims, waiting for Palpatine to be overthrown so that he could come in and take his place. Um, also, he goes on to say Thrawn and Snoke could be related. Uh, Snoke feels very different from Sith, and Kylo Ren is not Darth Ren or Darth Snoke. The, these dark users are new people who have new plans. So he's also on board with the fact that mm-hmm. that Snoke is a Sith no one knew existed, essentially. New kind character. of, yeah. I, I think I think what he was kind of getting at, it sounds like that 
an abolishment of the Sith, which it has been said that Kylo Ren is not a Sith. He's a Knight of Ren, um, which I want to meet this Ren and, and why he's so special that he has a, has his own little court of knights. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but he, yeah, they're, they're not Sith. Uh, and even Snoke, uh, somebody brought this to my attention on Instagram as well, that Snoke actually encourages Kylo to embrace both sides of the, of the force. He does. He makes a comment, um, Oh God, I know I'm going to butcher it if I even try to say it, but I know he makes a comment along the lines of, uh, like, he essentially likes him because he has both the dark side and the light side within him. Mm-hmm. Um, he says it a lot creepier, and it, he probably makes it sound a lot cooler, but <laughs> darkness but, within and light within. Yeah, so he, he has that conflict almost as, a, as Anakin did. Right. That conflict of, uh, well, and Anakin, Anakin wasn't really fighting the dark side his thing for the dark side was more um wanting to save padme that's the only reason he wanted to access that but even still he did let his anger get the best of him multiple times um he gave into passion with uh padme um and so a lot of the traits of a dark side force wielder uh anakin had Right. Uh, and I could definitely see that uh, within Kylo as well, um, which I believe is going to make The Last Jedi very interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that I, I think that Snoke obviously was around during the time of the Sith. So he has knowledge of the Sith and the Jedi. Um, I think very extensive knowledge because he even says there's been an awakening. Have you felt it? Meaning that he has felt something and he is force sensitive as well. Right. So he's had some kind of training or uh, learned about the Force in some way. Because we also know that Maz Kanata, um, she's Force-sensitive as well. Um, she's even made the mention of seeing the live long enough to see the same eyes in different people and things like that. And she knows a lot about the Force. We've seen Chirrut Imwe in Rogue One. He right. was a Force user as well who's been able to tap into that. Uh, not a Jedi, any of them. Um, not a Sith, any of them. Right. So I think that we're going to see that more ambiguous force of the force, the force is with me. <laughs> that ambiguous force coming out in the sequel trilogy. I think is what they're calling. It. Yeah, the sequel trilogy. Um, but I like the Sith no one knew existed because even if that's like a crazy coincidence, it's a really cool coincidence. Uh, whoever put that together, kudos to you. Yeah, I, I definitely like the acronym. I think it um, it's very neat. Um, the only thing that I guess I, the downside I see to it is I just, I don't know, I just feel like there's so many characters, mm-hmm. I guess, and I guess there's probably some Star Wars fans out there that'll probably like shut your filthy mouth um, <laughs> when I'm saying this, but I just, I don't know if I really want any new ones. Really? Uh, I think it would kind of, I don't know, I I guess we haven't really seen this big of a bad person other than Palpatine, but mm-hmm. you, you kind of know throughout the entire movie that... Palpatine is bad anyway like you mm. you see that throughout you see him being on both sides and I guess just seeing um this big bad popping out of nowhere just kind of I don't know I think it's just gonna catch me off guard and I'm not sure if I'm ready for it well, the galaxy is. is very large uh we even have uh, like uh like uh our uh, Instagram friend was saying uh the unknown regions right uh, that's actually been a big thing in uh the Thrawn book as well because uh, that's where Thrawn comes from, is the Unknown Regions. Right. Um, his assistant comes from Wild Space that's just on the edge of the Unknown Regions. I just think it'll have more of a shock factor if it's someone that we've mm-hmm. 
heard about or someone that we've seen before, mm-hmm. someone we don't really expect. Okay. Well, well, going with that, uh, you mentioned Palpatine, and he's one that I've seen as a, a theory floating around. What do you think about that? Um, I, I don't hate the Palpatine theory. Um, I think it has its flaws like every other theory um, because Palpatine is also, he's very old. Um, we did see Palpatine fall down the reactor. So it's, it's kind of unlikely, I guess, but we've also seen lots of Jedi fall from mm-hmm. heights and survive, catch mm-hmm. themselves in some form or fashion, whether it be on a car. I don't know what you yeah. call those floating. Uh, air speeders. Air speeders, thank you. I was mm-hmm. like, they don't have wheels, so I'm not sure what they are. Um, but, I mean, we've seen that. We've seen uh, when Mace came, I think he came down from the arena mm-hmm. in uh, Clone Wars. In Geonosis, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, looking like a bad A, you know, coming down, and then he calms up, you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we've definitely seen um, Jedi fall and not die, but mm-hmm. I guess he'd be a kind of a... I guess the thing is, too, is if he, if it is him, why keep it a secret? Like, why not just make it some, like, mm-hmm. Undertaker thing where he just rises back <laughs> from the grave and it's, like, the screedy music and he's just, like... <laughs> you thought you had me gone. Right. I just, I just feel like it... I mean, I guess they want that shock factor, like... Well, and movie, my thing but... with, the, uh, with the Palpatine theory is that I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't want it to be for the sake of the story. Because then it, I feel like he'd be rehashing a villain that we've already dealt with. And I agree with that. Because um, Palpatine was a force to be reckoned with. We saw that through the prequels and the original trilogy. He was. Um, but he had his time. He did. Um, he now his I time. Go away. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the same sense, uh, Palpatine was very careful and very smart at having backup plans for his backup plans. He is. Um, contingencies for the Empire if he were to die and things like that. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised, especially with him telling Anakin and Revenge of the Sith, uh, about the tragedy of Darth Plagueis, um, talking about how he was able to control life and things like that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he found a way to preserve himself, not necessarily keep himself from dying, but preserve himself in a different way because, I mean, even through the comic series that is canon, um, he's experimenting with the Force, um, plants and and things like that that are fully sustained by the Force. That's how they live. And so, why? That would be my thing. Why is he experimenting these things? Why why all this mad scientists kind of shroud? Um, if he weren't looking for a way to preserve himself or even further his knowledge in the Force, uh, so I mean, I think it's a plausible theory. Personally, if that ended up being Snoke, I wouldn't be happy with it, just because no. it'd feel like de- beating a dead horse. I mean, yeah, I could agree with that. I mean, like I said, it didn't knock the theory at first, but now that you kind of say that, I'm kind of like, you're right. He got a lot of screen time already, and I think it just wouldn't do... I don't think it would do the I saga. I mean, it'd, be- it'd become the Palpatine saga. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it would, I think it would just completely be like, it'd be like, what? Why are you even back here? You died in the reactor. Like, you fell from crazy heights. Right. Like, you should be dead. It wouldn't be a twist I would be happy about at all. Right. And, I mean, I think the thing, too, is unless he completely, like, got himself a new body or got some plastic surgery, like, I just, I don't know. Because when we see Snoke, Mm -hmm. whether it's actually him or not, we don't really know. Snoke's been through some stuff, too. You can tell on his face. Right, you can. He's been injured. So why go through the trouble of giving this Snoke character... 
a body, a face, and battle scars if it's just going to be this old character that already looks like, I don't know. Not like, like he's, death he's, to I, begin with. Right. I, mean, like, I, just, I can't even describe it, but he's got all like, those wrinkles on his forehead that just kind of come in. I just I can't. <laughs> I'm picturing it, but I just like, can't. Um, yeah. Looks like somebody just squeezed his brain really hard, like with their fingers, and that's what happened. Is he got all that extra skin left over because they shrunk it or something? I don't know, man. But I just, like I said, I think it's just a little far out there. Mm-hmm. I guess I-, I could see it being plausible, but I- again, right. I wouldn't. I think it would be a cop out. I I agree. Um, and then you were actually mentioning something earlier about uh, Jedi's falling from great heights. Yes. Um, a certain uh, Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Wow. Um, so the Mace Windu theory has actually taken off. It's taken off. Uh, there's a big <laughs> there's momentum a, to it. Yeah, there's a. I I would say there's a high percentage of Star Wars fans that believe that Mace Windu could possibly be Snoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, there's a lot of uh, if you. I mean, if you troll around on the internet enough, you'll find a video that will make your theory become true anyway. So just saying. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of evidence. Someone's that kinda, on your team. <laughs> right. There's there's a lot of evidence, though, that kind of points to it possibly being Mace. Um, the whole Jedi's falling out of windows mm-hmm. or falling from great heights, surviving. Well, even Samuel L. Jackson himself has um, talked with George Lucas, and he's like, so Mace Windu survived, right? And he's like, yeah, totally. Right. <laughs> I mean, in, in other... I'm, and I can't quote because I'm so sorry, I don't know, but I think some other news or podcast of some sort has actually interviewed Samuel L. Jackson mm-hmm. and Samuel L. Jackson firmly believes that he is still alive. Yeah. Like he says that he is alive. Because Jedi fall from great heights all the time. Right. If you watch that scene, he's not dead when he's thrown out of the window. Right. He's gotten the brunt of uh, of the force lightning and everything, which could have been what turned his skin pale. Right, um, his scars as well, along with falling from great heights. He could have yeah. something on the way down. Mm-hmm. And so that could be what has scarred him up and things like that. Now, my only thing with this is that I I can't see Windu going for the Empire um, or going for the dark side in general. Now, Mace Windu was always a Jedi who kind of walked the line. I mean, if there were gray Jedi in canon, he'd probably be the closest. Right. Um, everybody likes to say because it's his purple lightsaber, it's a combination of red and blue. Um, I don't necessarily believe that because um, the purple lightsaber was his request, an actor's request. Um, they just kind of made it what they wanted to. Right. Uh, but it is told in the prequel novelizations how he does walk that line between the dark side and the light um, and that he dabbles really with both sides. Uh, and so he has knowledge. And in all honesty, I feel like that still won't make him evil. Um, I don't think that that would go through and really influence him to become uh, an Imperial or even want to do his own corner of the Imperials, uh, the Empire, um, to break off the first, First Order. I just don't see Mace Windu being that way. I don't know. I mean, Mace, in in the movies, if you pay enough attention, you kind of see Mace walk the line anyway. Mace gets very angry, mm-hmm. and he chops off Jango's head. Yes. Um, he gets very angry and wants to kill Palpatine, which is not the Jedi way. So maybe as Anakin kind of... And Anakin reminds him of that, of all right. people. Yeah, he does. The, the <laughs> He's like, hold up, dude, you're breaking the rules. The, literally the guy that cuts off his hand. Um, <laughs> but 
I, I mean, maybe that's just the turning point for him. Maybe it's kind of like the, this is the, he kind of throws it in his face and then he cuts his hand off. <laughs> and so maybe the, the push, the strike out the window, um, lightning strike, get it? Okay, sorry. Um, out the window, maybe it just, I don't know. Maybe he just. Snapped. Snaps. Um, here's a fun thing I just thought of. What if the scar on his head, like, what if he hit his head and forgot who he was? See, I think that's getting far fetched. I'm that sorry. I'm I just, mean, it just, like, hit me. Like, it's know? interesting. Well, it hit him, too. But, um, <laughs> well, I'm not I mean, just saying, like, what yeah, if that kind of, like, what if it's he. It's not impossible. But personally, from a storytelling perspective, like, I just. I don't know. I can't see Mace doing that. Cause, and, and even the thing with the theory saying that Anakin influenced him, like he saw Anakin turn, so therefore he turns too. Well, I'm not I, saying it's just Anakin. It could be just a, like a loss of faith within the Jedi. Well, I mean, he's seen Dooku turn too. Dooku That's was uh, Yoda's apprentice. And so, yeah. and on top of that, he did not like Anakin one bit. So Anakin's not going to influence him one way or the other. He didn't care for him to begin with. Um, so I think that part of the theory is what's kind of got me like, uh, I don't really buy it. I mean, what if it's like that mentality, if you can't beat them, join them? It might be. Depends on how bad things got. Well, I guess that doesn't really matter because Anakin slash Vader's already dead. So I guess it doesn't really give him any Mm -hmm. standing point because I was going to say, what if it's kind of like his way of, uh, I mean, because you see in movies all the time where somebody goes to the bad side or the dark side in order to infiltrate it. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I guess that wouldn't be... I mean, he wouldn't be doing it undercover, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Man, it's getting weird. It's getting weird. So sorry. Um, that, that's your the, conspiracy theorist coming out. Right. Sorry. I know. I'm sitting here thinking too much, and that just turns, <laughs> like, 30-minute podcast. So Mace Windu, though, I think that I think is going to be plausible. It is. Um, I mean, one point... I, I don't want it to happen, but at the same time... What were you going to say? I was going to say one point that I, I liked, too, that when I was kind of looking at some of the theories of what could possibly be, um, or who Snoke really could be. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ones that I liked is that with Mace Windu, he is also one that saw the um, Empire rise and fall mm-hmm. as well. So, and we actually had That's someone true. on Instagram as well um, give his opinion on Mace Windu. Essentially, it's almost literally what we said anyway. Mm-hmm. He says, actually another podcast, um, not just superheroes. Oh, I didn't realize that was... I saw that, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that was their podcast thing. Yeah. But yeah, that they've discussed it several times. Uh, they love the Mace Windu theory. Um, essentially, they talk about the balance of him both being... Um, both having the Jedi and Sith education. Um, his lightsaber being purple as in a mix between red and blue. Um, they also think that when he fell, he didn't die because the whole part where Anakin falls out the window... Or not, well, Anakin falls out the window. I'm so sorry. When Anakin jumps out the car to get that creepy lady mm-hmm. um, who's not really a lady... Um, he, you see him drop down through ships, and he lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and they think that it's a a cool crossover um, for him being betrayed by a Jedi because um, mm-hmm. Anakin turned right after, and Mace didn't know that mm-hmm. um, right away. Um, and they're saying that kind of would have been what pushed Mace over the edge because Anakin used the Jedi way to reason not to kill Palpatine. So. Yeah. Yeah, and see, I think that, and again, that's where I have fought with that, is I don't think Anakin would influence him one way or the other. But right, he didn't think highly of him anyway, so it's, I feel like it's somebody giving in their opinion, and you're yeah. like, oh, your opinion sucks because I don't like you. Exactly. <laughs> so. I mean, that's pretty much how it was the whole time with him and Mace. He's like, you want to hear a joke? Sure. The rank of master. 
Um, I don't get it. Exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I like the theory. Like I said, there, with any theory, you're going to have your plot holes, mm-hmm. your flaws. Um, this one definitely has a lot of evidence standing behind it, I feel like. Well, and personally. also with it, with it, if it were Mace Windu, it would explain the kind of training that Kylo's getting, where it's both light and dark. Um, so, because they've true. said that he's not a Sith. Um, if that, and, and we've seen him draw from both sides of the Force. Uh, even talking about the turmoil inside him, how he this light keeps calling back to him. Um, and that's something that Snoke encourages. Uh, so, I mean, that would explain the type of training he's getting. But even still, I still, in my mind, can't see Mace going bad. Like, right. I can't see him going full-on Supreme Leader Windu. That does, I just, I can't right. see that. No, I mean, I don't really either. Um, one one last thought I have about this is that I saw, and I, I don't remember where the theory came from or if it was, uh, I doubt it's honestly true, but the, the theory thing that I saw was that um, Mace Windu um, believes that he was actually the chosen one, not Anakin, and that's why he had so much, I, guess, I, I hate to say hate because it wasn't... Contempt? Yeah, yeah, I guess contempt would be a good word because I guess hate's kind of against the Jedi Code, I feel like. I mean... Even was there really, really a true Jedi? Right, I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but it, he goes to say that, you know, he he was the chosen one because he was the one that could actually balance the Force. Mm-hmm. Um, because as we see with the purple lightsaber, which we hear and theorize that it wasn't because of that, but mm-hmm. canon-wise, they'd probably just go ahead and go along with it because it already happened anyway. Yeah, and, well, and, and I don't know if that's afterwards. canon or extended universe. I can't remember where that would be at, but I mean, that's... Interesting, though. Right. Um, that would explain a lot of, like you said, a lot of contempt that he would have for Anakin, um, where everybody's like, oh, praise the Chosen One. Right. And he's like, he fool, I'm the Chosen One. Right. I mean, he so, was yeah. literally the one that could balance the Force. Like, mm-hmm. hmm. Exactly. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's my last note on, on that, though. All right. But, so uh, Mace, was, Mace Windu, I will say, left open. Left open. Uh, personally, Possibly. I don't want to see that, but... It'd be a good twist, I think, but it, it would be like one of those... <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have a uh, an, kind of an ambiguous one that I found uh, while sifting through a Facebook group as well. Um, it's somebody from. It's a character from the Star Wars Aftermath canon books. Um, they fall actually right after Return of the Jedi, so the fall of the Empire, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's a Imperial officer named Gallius Rax. Uh, Gallius Rax was a officer that served directly to Palpatine. And he was actually entrusted with the contingency plan that if Palpatine were to die, that Rax was to cause the collapse of the Empire. So kind of like a, if I can't have it, no one can kind of thing. So the same way that Palpatine caused the collapse of the Republic, he was to do that to the Empire. Um, And basically just shut the whole thing down. Problem is, is that Rax didn't want to do that at a point and decided he was going to do his own thing, at which another officer that was close to the contingency plan um, assassinated him. So, technically, he's dead. (laughs) But, what if he wasn't? That's my thing. Because he would have inner working knowledge of the Empire. Now, another problem is that he's not old enough to see the rise and fall of the Empire. Or the rise and fall of the Republic, rather. Like Snoke says that he he has. Um, so he wouldn't be old enough. Uh, but I thought that was an interesting kind of, I guess, kind of ambiguous character that you wouldn't really think of because he does have that knowledge of the Empire. He was set to cause the collapse, and instead of collapsing it, he caused, he could have 
brought forth the first order. I mean, it yeah, it seems very fitting. Um, interesting character. Don't know anything about him other than what you literally <laughs> just told me. That that's all I know about him too. Right. He's, he's from Jakku. Oh, Jakku. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and look at you. Um, I mean, I guess it's pretty interesting. Uh, it makes sense because I guess we see a lot within the hmm, the Star Wars saga, along with several other ones. You see the person that's underneath the higher power that are trusted to do certain tasks um, after they're gone, or after this, or after that, whatever, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, so mm-hmm. on and so on. Dot dot dot. But you see, most of them, if not all, um, have their own plan. After like that, after they're supposed to succeed them or whatever, mm-hmm. they do their own thing and they essentially go rogue. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I guess it's plausible. Um, you said he's died though. So... Yeah, he was assassinated. I can't remember the officer's name, but he was assassinated. But that could explain his scarring, because True. again, Snoke's seen some stuff. Snoke's been through some stuff. Dude's like missing half his jaw, just about. I think he's got a hole in it. I don't think it's necessarily missing. He does have a really scrawny looking face. Well, he has a just... hole. It's missing. Something's missing. There's a hole. It's where something else should be. Okay. He thinks he's beautiful just the way he is. I don't know why I knock him. Um, we love you, Stoke. Um, I don't know. I guess it's it's not a bad theory, but it's a it's a lot of what ifs. I mm-hmm. feel like in. I just feel like there's no room for what ifs for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Not really. There's a lot of what ifs, but still. Well, I was about to say this whole episode <laughs> is a what if. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. Um, um, so yeah. So Gallius Rex, probably not. But I thought it was worth mentioning at least. Worth mentioning. Um, the next one though. Now this is the one that personally I really like that I've liked from the beginning. Um, that I think a few people have come out and said no, it's not and. All this other kind of stuff, um, but it's uh, Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. both of us are really on board with this one. Um, and my thing is again back to the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Um, Palpatine goes through and says that it is ironic that he could he found the power to save others by controlling or influence the midi chlorians to bring life um, or to create life. He could save others, but he couldn't save himself. Right. My problem with that is you're a Sith Lord. You've discovered the power of life, pretty much. Life, prolonged life, however you want to look at it. And you're going to tell me that the first thing you didn't do was try to figure out how to prolong your own life? How to keep yourself from dying? That makes no sense to me. It never has. Um, I mean, yeah, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise has been, it's always been intriguing to me and everything. But with Snoke coming around, I mean, I mean it, Palpatine pretty much says to Anakin that, because he says that his apprentice killed him in his sleep. So what if he didn't? That would explain scarring. That would explain what happened. Because well, he doesn't say how he saying, killed what him. what if he didn't kill him? Yeah, what if Palpatine didn't kill him and so just, actually thought he did? I just, I felt like what you said, you just didn't complete your thought and it didn't really. You're like, you said he killed him, then you're like, what if he didn't? Yeah. So he said he, he Palpatine said he killed him. So what if he didn't actually kill him and he just thought he did? Right. Um or or well, or or what if it's like a kind of like a um like a Smeagol kind of thing or like a Voldemort kind of thing? Like uh, not Plagueis having horcruxes <laughs> dividing his soul, but mm-hmm. what if the way he came back was not the way he intended? 
and it disfigured him. Maybe. So we're not actually seeing his original body, but one that's decayed. Because anytime, and this is kind of crossing streams, but uh, anytime we've seen that kind of resurrection or eternal life in any other kind of fantasy story, it's always been, it's not as they intended. Right. They come back disfigured, Voldemort. Missing a nose. I'm sure he misses his nose. <laughs> um, he can no longer sniff the ones <laughs> out of the world. Um, but Voldemort was disfigured. Um, and I mean, it just, and that's just one of the ones that I can think of right off the top of my head. Um, but anytime you've, I mean, Smeagol too. He was a man. Well, he was. His was. Well, he was a, a hobbit. But his uh, thing was well, more of um, hobbits are men. Like, <laughs> don't knock it. <laughs> But uh, his was more of the the dark power, right? But still, it so was I mean, still I can like see a, that. Yeah, it was still like a power, and I feel like it still mm-hmm. goes on the same thing as if you were a Sith, you learned this power. Mm-hmm. And in the extended universe as well, um, it was actually told that Plagueis. Uh, I think it was actually in the Plagueis novel um, or one of the novels. I can't remember exactly which one, but um, that he had actually feared repercussion from the Force. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, for, that for was in that. the Darth Plagueis novel, which ended up rejecting itself as canon, I guess. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's Legends Universe, so right. it's not canon. It was, yeah. but they took it out now. But When Disney took over, yeah, that's one of them that they axed out of the canon. But yeah, canon. I, I like that, and I feel like you can play into that, because he does say that he he felt like he would get so far eventually that he would lose. Mm-hmm. And that, powers, yeah. and I think that was what he was afraid of was losing that ultimate power, right? And I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just there's not really a lot of evidence to back up Plagueis. Um, I think I feel like there had to be something in play with it, though. At least at some point within mm-hmm. George Lucas's mind, in order to even, I mean, why mention him? Mm-hmm. Why even make Palpatine make this little story towards? Luke, not Luke, wow, why did I almost just say that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, so I'm telling you, I'm not the greatest at this. Um, why why even have this conversation with Anakin unless there was some greater picture to it? Well, and I think that George Lucas's um, intention for that was only to show Palpatine enticing Anakin with this power to save Padme. I think that was his intention. However, from a storytelling point of view... I think that it makes more sense to have not have Plagueis as a throwaway uh, of just a here's a one time thing of this thing that you're never going to get to see. Right. Um, it. I, I think it would make more sense for him to be looming in the background because I, I've seen a few people say that it undermines uh, Palpatine and things like that, which I don't think it does because Palpatine was a big bad. Like I mean, we saw his rise to power, how cunning and manipulative. Um, and just strong uh, that he was uh, with the Force and just, I mean, really how just awesome he was at what he did. I mean, he was the politician. Tricked everyone. Like the super Jedi mind trick just about. But tricked everyone into giving him everything that he wanted. He completely took out the Jedi and game over. So he was an amazing villain, as it was. Right. But what if Plagueis was even worse? Right. I mean, what if there's been imagine. this bigger bad in the back? Because that's, that's been my problem with Snoke, is that if Snoke is the end-all to be-all, I mean, so what? You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to have another big villain, it needs to be bigger than the first one. Well, of course. Because like, yeah, otherwise he's not anything. It's like, oh, okay, that's just a Palpatine character. 
Or right. we've, we've seen that before. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. He's There's got to be some type of, I mean, already there, I guess there is a mystery to him. But, I mean, I yeah. do get that. I do I do agree because there's got to be, um, there's got to be something more mm-hmm. to him. Like, you can't just throw this character in there and him be just like. And maybe there is. Maybe there is Mr. something Big, more to him. Like Zootopia. <laughs> uh, maybe there is a lot more to him. Because, uh, I mean, obviously we don't know everything. This it, this is not an official Lucasfilm podcast or anything. We don't have any... But we legit, obviously. Right? <laughs> uh, we're not privy to any kind of information beforehand. So, I mean, obviously this is all speculation. We are not getting paid to talk about these theories, just so you know. <laughs> uh, so, um, I just personally as a fan, I think it would be really cool if Snoke was Plagueis. Because then it it almost would strike fear in... Because, I mean, obviously Palpatine's dead, but it, it would kind of give fear to Palpatine that he couldn't kill his master. That he wasn't as strong as he believed he was, and that there was someone actually that was worse and stronger that's been out there the whole time. That also plays into the, I've seen the Republic rise and fall. Right. Because Plagueis would have been around in that time where the Republic rose... And if he was still alive, he would have seen it fall. Right. So, I mean, there's still a little gray area there. But I honestly think that Plagueis would be really cool. Cause, like, and, and it would be awesome, too. And, and this is the just cheesy, I'm sure. Everybody's probably going to be like, boo. But I think it would be cool, like, at some point if Snoke, like, even used the line of, have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? And then that's how he reveals himself. That's how we find out who he truly is, like, that'd be freaking creepy. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, it wouldn't really take much because, I mean, yes, I do think they need a little bit of background story with it or at least something, but uh, I think a flashback would suffice Mm -hmm. um, because we've already kind of gotten Palpatine, so we've kind of already got the, not the clone, I don't want to say the clone, but, like, I mean, I guess when you're a Sith and you're trying to train your apprentice, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously you want them to... Walk like you, talk like you, you know. <laughs> yeah. want to be like you, hoo-hoo. Sorry. Um, they, you, you want him to be like you, so, I mean, I just feel like we kind of already got a little bit of Plagueis with Palpatine a little bit, mm-hmm. because he does say that he taught him everything he knows, and then he killed him, but he doesn't say he killed Again, him. Again, why would you teach everyone you know if you're following the rule of two? Everything you know, and not you everyone know, you know. Right, everything. Did I say everyone? You said everyone. Oh, why would you teach someone... Someone, everything, everything you, you know. know. I got it. <laughs> Why would you teach someone everything you know if you know that there's the rule of two, rule so there two. can only be two? Right. Eventually, Sith tradition, you're going to try to kill your master. Plagueis knows this. His whole thing is not dying. Right. So why in the world would you tell your apprentice, hey, by the way, there's this ace up my sleeve? You can't kill me, bro. Right. You know what I mean? Or this is how you can kill me. He didn't teach Palpatine everything. No, he Palpatine didn't. thought that he did. Oh, oh, last thing. Last thing for Plagueis. There's a video out there. I cannot tell you the title. I'm so sorry because I found it on some weird article. But there is, there's evidence <laughs> that Darth Plagueis, when the part where... Palpatine is talking to Anakin oh, about yeah. that. You can hear this music playing, kind of how they've been doing for Darth Vader throughout the whole series before you even know Anakin becomes yeah, Darth Vader. Theme, yeah. When he gets kind of mad, you hear the dun dun yeah. dun 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 yeah. dun dun dun. Uh, yeah, that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hear it. Trust me, you do. <laughs> um, so while Palpatine is talking to Anakin about this, and I cannot do this because I do not remember how it went, but okay. but you can hear the music kind of there, playing in a, the background. There's a theme for Darth There's a Blaze. theme. There's a theme. Mm-hmm. And the video compares this theme along with the theme that you hear during Snoke. Mm-hmm. What his? I don't remember where it comes in at, but I know it's that when you can. You first meet Snoke. When you first meet mm-hmm. Snoke, okay, thank you. See, I, I don't remember. I should have watched it. Um, but you can hear that theme, and it sounds like identical. Oh yeah, the music looks exactly the same. Like you can actually find the music. Yeah, they, they, they compared compare the sheet it. music. They right. played it next to each other. Like the note structure, everything is identical. Like right. I think it adds like one note. Or something like that, yeah. which is crazy. So I think could that's, be a coincidence, could, but but I feel like it's a subtle one hint. heck of a coincidence. I think that's <laughs> a subtle hint, and I like it. So if I had to vote, I would say Darth Plagueis would be like my top dog. He's number one for me. It, that's my number one theory. Um, but we do have one more theory also to add to this. Um, you ready for this? It's gonna blow your mind. Snoke is Snoke. Oh my god. <laughs> So, so so it kind of plays into um, the comment that we read earlier about Snoke being a character from like the Unknown Regions or something right. new in some kind of way. Um, the only thing with that is that I don't feel like him being a brand new character would give him any kind of reputation. Um, and it may be just that we don't know enough about him. Right. But I, I don't feel like that would lend to anything in the storytelling. It's like starting from square one. Um, but then I could see why you would want him to be a new character to where you're not relying too much on the original trilogy. But then there's the part of if you don't rely any on the original trilogy, why are you ignoring it? Right. You know, like a lot of people do with the prequels, unfortunately. So Right. I mean, a new character definitely isn't obviously out of the realms of possibilities because, I mean, you can add a new character anytime you want. So, I mean, it's... It's not a bad thought theory or whatever, but I don't know. I guess um, the thing that kind of follows that is um, I actually read um, when Abrams was interviewed about um, Snoke and stuff. I mean, obviously he doesn't reveal <gasps> butthead um, anything about him, but apparently, like within just a few months of finishing up, I'm not really sure how much time they put in between, you know finishing up to you know after production to releasing but um it was said that abrams didn't have snoke's character thought out um the design of his character well the design he didn't Mm -hmm. know if he wanted to be male or female Mm -hmm. um he didn't know what he wanted to look like um that essentially not saying it was thrown together and it was sloppy or anything i'm just saying that like Mm -hmm. he obviously was very undecided so we don't really know what kind of theories he had going on in his own head mm-hmm. about what he wanted Snoke to be or look like or whatever. So, I mean, I guess that could follow the new character thing because why, if you already knew who it was going to be, I guess it would be like, why Why does it matter if it's male or female? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I guess that would be like, unless he just says things to throw people off, which... Because Snoke is Leia. I'm just kidding. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> oh, my God, I saw that theory. Just kidding. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I hope that um, has to be, like, number But, yeah, so, uh, and so even moving forward, like, uh, Pablo, Pablo Hidalgo, um, who, again, is over story at Lucasfilm, um, he actually recently tweeted, I think, uh, last week or so, um, 
because a lot of people were asking about more about Snoke. And he had tweeted out that Snoke was not human, that he was humanoid. Um, a lot of people were like, oh, that discounts this, that discounts this, that discounts this. Personally, I don't feel like it discounts any of these theories. Um, because even though, yes, Mace Windu, Palpatine, um, all of them were human, if you go through the traumatic experiences they did, giving in even to the dark side, um, it deforms you. And it depends on the path they took. I feel like that would basically rip you of your humanity and make you into something else. Kind of like what you were talking about, Gollum. Um, that's what happened with him. He gave into a dark power, and it made him something else. He was no longer the little hobbit anymore. He was the creature Gollum. Um, same thing again with Voldemort. Uh, he was not Tom Riddle. He was Voldemort. Right. Um, it changed them. And so, in all honesty, I don't see any weight to that tweet, per se, because I still don't think it discounts anything. The, the Snoke that we know right now is literally a giant, white, throne-sitting figure. I mean, we don't know if, we don't know what he is. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, what if there's literally, what if it's, it's, I don't want to get too complicated or weird with this, but I feel like it almost goes back to that Flash episode where it's like, I'm the future Flash. Literally, <laughs> it was right there in our faces, and we were just like, ah! Um, <laughs> we didn't want to believe it. So I'm just saying, like, what if the Snoke is not human? Like, what if they're literally saying that Snoke's identity could be human or whatever, but the Snoke that we know right now is not. It's mm -hmm. literally a figure. It's just a giant, white figure. Mm -hmm. so. I don't know. But in all honesty, at the end of the day, I, I really think that Snoke is just an antiquities collector of some kind or, or something like that because he's the one that procured uh, Vader's helmet for Kylo, for Ben. Um, and so after the fall of the Empire, there was a scramble for Sith artifacts because the Imperial capital on Coruscant was the Jedi Temple, which was built on top of a bunch of Sith artifacts. Um, and so there was a scramble for all that. I'm sure it was ransacked and all that kind of stuff, uh, but it was being sold on the black market kind of things and, and things like that. So I'm sure, um, I almost said Plagueis. I'm sure Snoke, uh, at some point had, had protect or protect in that. So, I mean, I, I hope that this is not the case. I hope that he's more sinister than that. And I hope he's Plagueis. But if he is a new character, I hope he is more sinister than that. Because otherwise, it's just kind of like, cool, you're an art collector <laughs> or an art smuggler. That's um, awesome. You're terrifying. <laughs> I mean, I don't really want to think of him as like an antique dealer. I think the helmet would be more of like a bribery. Because obviously, who's his like top supporter right now? Mm -hmm. Kylo Ren, who now all we really know is that he is... A, a aspiring Sith, I guess. I don't know if he's technically a Sith just Force yet. wielder. Force no. wielder. Well, no, he's not aspiring to be a Sith at oh, all. Oh, okay. Uh, he, so that, yeah, he's not so a sorry. Sith. He's not being trained as a Sith or anything like that, which is weird to say because what he did to his father is what the Sith, is part of the Sith way. Killing your father? Killing a, a, a relative. Oh. Like, killing somebody close to you, that initiates... You're there. There's no turning back, kind of thing, which is odd. So, but yeah, have they said that? He's but it's not like Sith influence. Sith well, yeah, they they've officially said that he is not a Sith. He not a Sith, but he, well, is he, he, none of them are Sith. 
Like, Snoke okay. is not a Sith. He's not a Sith. It, it's not the Sith. They're not doing the rule of two thing. Otherwise, they can't have the Knights of Ren. Right. There's like six of them. Well, I mean, they, they cannot <laughs> be yeah. Sith, but they can still, like... They're, they're just dark dark force wielders. Right. Well, they, they can still take on certain aspects of the Sith if they yeah, want to Yeah, I think just, that like, it's a uh, kind of a hatchet job of the Sith. Right. As you say, like, <laughs> of course, like, if it's something that you've always known, like, just throwing away the Sith would probably work. Because, I mean, obviously, if you are <laughs> Plagueis, you'd want to throw that rule too away because you don't want to die again. <laughs> um, We're not going through that again. <laughs> right. Exactly. So you'd want to throw that away automatically. I don't know. It's just theories. Always. <laughs> so, so, in conclusion, out of all of this, I believe that we have revealed that Snoke is Darth Jar Jar. Most definitely. Absolutely. Because um, we know we talked about that in the beginning, and we had a lot of good points behind me, Sad Jar Jar, um, being the, the one who rules, rules them all. <laughs> rules them all. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, guys. So that is our episode. So obviously, a lot of speculation. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, um, grave concerns for our mental health <laughs> after this, um, you're more than welcome to uh, hit us up on all of our social media: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, eventually, we'll have our Snapchat working. No promises, but it's there. That's the important part. Um, all at Kessel Run Weekly. Um, or you can just find all of our stuff at KesselRunWeekly.com. Uh, and again, I want to thank my amazing wife, Kristen, for joining me on the show today. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And until next time, guys, may the Force be with you. <laughs>